this year our theme is Lord change me. That's, this is a year of change. That's what we've declared. That's what I've been preaching. <clears throat> and so, you know, you can tell a child, that's what I found out. You can tell a child to stop doing something. You say to that child, stop doing that. <clears throat> you discipline that child, but you never tell the child how to do it, how to stop doing it, you know, or the reason to stop doing it, right? And we, what we do is we assume that they know what they have to change in order to stop doing something. That's the same thing with our personalized adults. That's the same thing with our spiritual life. You know, I can tell you, you got to change, but the question is, how do you change? And throughout this series, I've talked to you about those dynamics. And what I've been preaching about lately is I've been talking about the spiritual tools that you need in order to bring change in your life. That's what I've been talking about, just to kind of bring you up to speed of what we've been dealing with. You know, have you ever started something and then you just just didn't finish it? <laughs> Amen. You, you, know, you know, I'm talking about you say, you know, I'm going to do this. You got in it, but you just, every time you start, it just stops. You know, you can't finish it. Right? Uh, has, have you ever had, like, you know, certain things you said you would not do, but you're still doing it. But you really have this desire to change. You have this desire inside of you to really be set free. How many of you here today, you want to be set free from some things? Come on, somebody. I'm serious. Uh, it could be a bad habit. You know, it, it, it's that, it may be a mindset that you're carrying around. And watch this. Watch this now. You prayed about it. How many prayed about it? Right? And it seemed like prayer worked for about, <laughs> you, you know what I found? I, I, here's what I found. I, I, well, I want to say this. If you prayed and it only worked for a few hours, then you didn't really pray. <laughs> Seriously, it, you may have said a few words, but because, see, prayer, the Bible said the effectual, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much. I believe that when, when we pray and we go right back to doing it, in the back of our mind, we were praying, but in the back of our mind, we're like, Lord, no, nah, I don't really want to do this. So I believe it's your motives, right? But we've been talking about something, and I want to show you today from this passage of Scripture that God can release you. Oh, man, I'm talking about release today. God can release you, literally release you from the chains of whatever that is 
that's holding you back from being better. Amen. I want to talk about today fast and furious. Part three. Fast and furious. Part three. Open your Bibles to the book of Isaiah for me. Isaiah 58. And we've been talking about, if you didn't know, <clears throat> if you need a Bible, just raise your hand. We'll get you one. We'll get you a Bible because you want to follow along with me, you can. But uh, I want to show you something. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. Um, just laying the background to this, right? These people, right, children of God, they're fasting and nothing is happening. You ever done that? You, you, you done some spiritual stuff. You came to church. You praised. You heard the word. You walked out these doors. Nothing changed. And that's what they were going through. They were going through the motions. They were going through this routine of being religious. And so the text says, Isaiah 58 and 6, is, it, is this not the fast which I chose? Watch this. To loosen the bonds of wickedness. To undo the bands of the yoke. And to let the oppressed. Oh, somebody here this morning, you oppressed. Go free. And lastly, and break every what? Verse 7, it says, is it not to divide your bread with the hungry? See, this is the results of a fast. And bring the homeless poor into the house. When you see the naked to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Amen. I want to talk about this morning the fast that God wants. Amen. The results, the results of a true fast. The results of a true fast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Speak, Lord, we're listening. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Lord, I'm just a feeble man. Stand in my body. Think with my mind. Speak with my voice. Touch the hearts and the minds of your people now. Lord, somebody needs to be released today, Lord. Somebody's in bondage today, Father. Would you release them now? We love you. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Fast. And furious. God at this point in the journey, um, he has laid out the plan for them. Isaiah 58 starts off uh, with God talking to the children of Israel. If you look back to verse 1, it talks about how God was furious at them. Because they were fasting for the wrong reasons. 
Have you ever done that before? Done something spiritual for the wrong reasons? Amen. Thank you, ushers. James says, you pray and nothing happens. Amen. But you pray and you ask, but you only ask so that you can get what you want, so that you can spend it on what you want, so that you can live a life that you want. Amen. So that you could be comfortable. That's what James says. And in Isaiah, in this series, I want to I want to I want to say this to you today that if you truly want change in your life if you truly want to be released from whatever it seems that may be a bad attitude maybe a mindset it may be something that you're bound to something that you feel like you want to give up but you can't it's like you've been trying to give it up and let me tell you what fasting is right denying your flesh so you may want to get this definition, so that your voice will be heard in heaven. Think about that. Fasting is denying your flesh so that your voice can be heard in heaven. God wants you to deny yourself, amen, so that you can get a direct line to him. Fasting is done for different reasons. So the first thing I would say is that if you're going to fast, Make sure that your reason for fasting is right. Right? Make sure that the reason for fasting, because a lot of people say, well, I'm, oh, I'm just going to fast about it. Yeah, I, yeah, that's fine. But here's the thing. I believe that be it a mindset, be it a, a, a job situation, a relationship situation, you can, there's, there's fasting for marriage, there's fasting for discipline, there's fasting, you can fast for just about anything. But what fasting does, it's you tapping into the spiritual. It's denying this. And oftentimes it's the flesh that's hindering you from your change. How I many you know that the flesh can hinder you from your change? And oftentimes that's what it is. See, you know, it, it, it may be something that you've been trying and trying and trying. Notice what I said. You've been trying to change it. But let me ask you this. Have you fasted about it? Well, first of all, have you prayed about it? And if I pray about something, here's how I usually fast, right? So if I pray for something and I see, you know, I see results, I'm like, wow, that's, you know, it's amazing. When you call his, when you call his name Father, immediately he hears you. And immediately you'll see the change. But it's the going along, it's the continuance of this deliverance. That's where we struggle. Amen. Because some of us, we don't have the temperament, nor do we have the discipline, amen, to continue on on our own. So we need something stronger, something beyond the natural in order to deliver us from some of these bad habits. Oh, wish I had somebody. Amen. Some of these bad habits that we have. Am I right about it? And the children of Israel, they had a lot of bad habits. You know what they would do? They would fast and then treat people bad. Right? They would fast and curse people out. 
they would be doing something spiritual, right? <laughs> and, and, all, and, look, and they would drive their workers hard. They would work their workers overtime. You know, how can you be so religious yet be so cruel? Isn't that something? Watch the text. I just want to show you this. Look, look, look at, uh, if you look at verse uh, 5, right? He says, is, is, is it a fast like this which I choose? God's asking him a question, right? A day for a man to humble himself? Is it for bowing one's head like a reed and spreading out sackcloth and ashes on the bed? Will you call this a fast, even an acceptable day of the Lord? So what God was doing, God was questioning, why were you doing all of this? See, fasting is not just an outward expression, it's inward transformation. I wish I had somebody and I want to say to somebody here today, there's something in your life that you desire to be released from today. And God says, if you come to me, deny yourself, deny your flesh. Some of us need a Facebook fast. It's become our God. Amen. Some of us need a TV fast. So you can do stuff like that, right? Especially if you're taking pills, medicine and stuff. You know, you take your pills now, okay? Just please take your pills, all right? If you find yourself being consumed by something or somebody, it's time to take a fast. It's time to put a fast on it is what I say. Put a fast on it. And the reason why is because Anything that controls you becomes your God. Anger can control you. Amen, amen, amen. Depression can control you. You know what depression is, right? Sin. Depression is the results of sin, should I say. David, who had sinned with Bathsheba, two years he went without repenting and guess what? The Bible says by the time Nathan got to him, think a year. By the time Nathan got to him, the Bible, he says, my bones was about to break. He says he was so depressed. And I want to say to somebody here this morning, you're barely making it. Amen. Because your spiritual life needs to, uh, watch this, it needs a makeover. And here's the thing, you've been praying, you've been asking, you've been asking God, but you don't want to be like these people here. They were fasting and God was furious. But the fast or the results of a true fast, I want to tell you this, the spiritual insensitivity of the Israelites did not, watch this, did not affect anything in their lives. And oftentimes, saints, were going through the what? The motion. And I don't know about you, but I found there's a secret in fasting. I found that whenever I'm able to discipline myself to say no, no to the cookies, amen, no to the donuts, no to the coffee, Come on, somebody. It's denying yourself. Listen, what's the hardest? Th Listen, you weren't born with a Folgers in your mouth or a cigarette in your hand. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. 
or some alizé in your cup. <laughs> you know something about that. No, I'm just You know, I'm just saying, whenever something controls you or it controls you, it becomes your God. And in this series, Lord, change me, I realized something. If I'm going to change, I got to do something spiritual. I got to do something more than just show up at church. When I leave here, I got to get down on my knees. I got to find my prayer closet. I got to learn how to pray, but I got to know how to fast. I got to know how to fast. Right? So I'm doing this little thing right now. My wife said, I can't tell you what I'm doing, but I'm doing this little thing where every day I'm supposed to do something. Right? Something nice. Every day for 40 days, right? That's like fasting right there. That's like a fast. And, and listen, some days I forget. And I see that old man again. I'm like, oh, man, shoot. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Whoop, there he is. There he is again. Right? And, and, so, and so what I have to do is I have to ask God, I need something more than just me I need something else deeper. So what I decided to do is to call it a fast. And so, Lord, I'm asking you to empower me to do, do the things I'm supposed to do for the next 40 days. Amen. Because what's really happening, not only is it changing my relationship, but it's changing me. And some of us, we, we are so indulged in our own ways, in our selfishness, in our attitudes. Come on, somebody. In the way we talk, in the way we act, in the me, 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 me stuff. Amen. That guess what? We can't see any change. We've prayed. We've read. We came to church. But from the moment we walk out, we'll go back to being what? The same. So it's time to put a fast on. It's time for real change. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's time for real change. It's, it's time for real change. And real change begins when you're bold enough to say, I'm going to fast about this thing. I'm going to give up something for a period of time. I'm going 40 days, man. I'm on day four. Day one was rough. Day two was rough. Some of the things I got to do, I'm like, man, do I really have to do this? Do I really have to do this? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Do I really, really have to do this? Dang. What's Amen. I want to be served. Y'all not hearing me. Men, we're selfish. See, y'all, we ain't got no women in here. <laughs> I see. We're selfish. We're selfish. Am I right about it? Was that? No, not me. I ain't selfish. Yes, we are. We're selfish. That All we think about is what? Ourselves. Am I right about it? We get what we want, and after we get it, we go back to being what we really was. Amen. And the only way to break selfishness is to break it with a fast. Amen. 
40 days. I'm not going to be selfish for 40 days, but it's going to take something. It's going to take the, watch this, God, it's going to take you leaning upon the spiritual resources that's available to you. So now here's the thing. When you're fasting, there are a couple of things, a couple of tools you need while you're fasting. Write this down. Number one, you're going to need the word. All right? So you're going to, you're going to have to have a daily reading of the word. Number two, you're going to need prayer. Amen. Number three, you're going to have to change what you listen to, so you're going to need a little praise in there. Right? Because it's putting you in the framework of becoming spiritual. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Right? And here's what else you're going to need while you're fasting. You're going to need some accountability. Amen. You're going to need somebody to say, how you doing? All right, so now you don't, you know, you're not supposed to tell everybody when you're fasting, but you're going to need some accountability to say, you know what, I'm doing this. You know, check on me every two weeks. Y'all don't come checking on me now. <laughs> You'll need a little accountability. Because, because here's the thing. We have a tendency, watch this, like the children of Israel, right? The moment things start going well because the fast is going well. Come on, somebody. Guess what we do? Oh, it's fixed. The Bible says Jesus, I'm going to do this piece. I'm going to do the piece on Jesus. It says Jesus what? Fasted what? 40 days and 40 nights. Now watch this. And in that fast, right, when it, the Bible says when he completed the fast, then the devil showed up. See, fasting is getting you stronger for the battle. Fasting is preparing you, watch this, to be face-to-face -face with the enemy. See, he's not going to come, watch this, why didn't he come doing the fast? Come on, somebody. That's why I want to tell you how powerful fasting is. Don't overlook this spiritual weapon. Prayer is a weapon. But fasting is an even more powerful weapon. I'm going to get to my points. I'm going to sit down. Watch, watch what he said. Watch, watch the results. Let's look at the results now. Verse 6, it says, Is this not the fast which I choose? Now, God had already spoken to them. And so the first, th first result that you'll get, the first result that you'll get of a true fast, it will gain God's attention immediately. Immediately. I'm going to say it one more time. Immediately. Can you imagine that as a human being, you and I have the potential to gain God's attention immediately? Oh, I wish I had you. Now, let me say this to you. If you and I want to gain God's attention immediately, we must proclaim a true fast. I'll say it one more time. A true fast. Here's what a true fast is. Lord, I am denying myself of myself today. And God knows that because we are in this sinful body, that some of us, it's hard to deny yourself 
So he gives you assistance, come on somebody, by way of the Holy Spirit and the word of God. Are you with me? So God knows that when a man says, I'm denying myself, he says, listen, I got you. I wish I had somebody. God says, listen, you got my attention. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to dispatch my spiritual arsenal. Come on, somebody. I'm going to send you some help. It may be by a word of encouragement. It may be by somebody who comes along and confirm what you're doing. It may be a brother who comes along and say, come on, man, you can do it. That's why I said you need an accountability person in your life to say, come on, you can do it. Turn to your name and say, you can do this. You gain God's attention and God then dispatch. You got a problem in your marriage? Fast. You got a problem at work? Fast. You got a problem with yourself? Fast. But remember this, a true fast gains God's attention. But watch this and you'll know immediately that you've gotten God's attention because here's the thing, you will begin to get direction from God. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Not only will you get direction, but you will get divine revelation. When you open the word, the word will start coming off the page to you. God's going to start speaking to you about you. Do I have anybody? And there's something about getting the attention of God. Watch this, watch this, watch this. May I say this to you? You need God in your situation. You and I need God to change us. Only God can change me. Listen, I was hot-headed, <laughs> amen, arrogant. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Did, didn't know where I was going, amen. But it took God. Come on, somebody. And it was over a period of my Christian life that as I started to learn how to fast and I started giving up stuff and I'm like, man. And then I started doing it for seven days. I started doing it, first I, well, first I started off with three days. Then I went to seven days. Then I went to 10 days. Then I went to 30 days. Then I went to 40 days. Then I went to 60 days. And I'm like, man, I, I love how I felt. Amen. You know, so, 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 but here's the thing, right? If you say, well, I'm going to stop, you know, I'm going to stop. Listen, we put so much junk through our eye gate and our ear gate. That's where it begins. You and I have to cut off the negative messages that's coming in while we're fasting. And God will position you so that you can start hearing the right things, seeing the right things. That television, <laughs> amen, that was the first thing I fasted from. Because there was too much information coming in, watch this, and it was drowning out the voice of God. Come on, somebody, I'm talking to you today. And one of the things that if you really want change, now I know what this is, this is hard. I read it. Somebody said, TV? Did he say TV? I know he didn't. No, he, said, he didn't say TV, no. Listen, isn't it amazing? You can, you can watch TV on your phone. You can watch TV on, you, you, you don't even need TV no more. You can, watch, you can watch YouTube all day. 
Amen. You can get on Facebook and watch every video of people's stuff. Are y'all with me? Y'all not hearing me, huh? Hours upon hours upon hours. How many are guilty? Hours about out, amen, or thank you. You can say either one. Amen. Constant, constant. You're surprised your finger's not hurting yet. <laughs> Scrolling. But here's the thing. It's a strategy of Satan. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong. What I'm saying is the overindulgence of it, the overuse of it, becomes what? It becomes detrimental to your spiritual life. Because if you know more about what's going on in everybody's life, come on somebody, by watching their status, the question is, what is your status? And you know, people go on there and put stuff that's not real, right? You know they be lying, right? I'm fair. And so what I'm, I'm using that illustration because that's maybe one of the first things we got to cut out so that we can gain. Listen, can I ask you something? If you really want to gain God's attention, you can't be in two places. Your heart cannot be divided. God, listen, here's the thing. We do spiritual things, right? When you, when you get ready to fast, I want you to really take it seriously. So in other words, watch this. Don't be in two places at the same time. Don't, don't let your heart be divided. So yeah, I'm fasting for this period of time, right? And then from the moment the fast's over, you right back to... See, after the fast closes, you should have... You should continue on with it, but you should not have a draw to what you've been fasting from. Are you following me on that? So, so, so watch this. The results of true fast, to gain God's attention immediately, right? It'll gain God's attention immediately. Look what he says. He says, watch what he says. Yeah, watch this. To undo, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, to loosen the what? The bonds of what? So what he's suggesting is that the person is literally, watch this, in bondage. Think about that. It may be something as simple as Facebook that we are in bondage to. But if you fast from it, a true fast, the next thing is, it will free us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody in bondage tonight, today? Any, anybody in bondage to thoughts, to, to different things? May I say something to you? The, the results of a true fast is that you and I will be free. How many want to be free? How many want to be released? The word that means to conquer. You can conquer that attitude. You, you can conquer that thing that's controlling you. Listen, this is real. And if you really want to change, watch this. God says, when you fast about it, I will release you from it. I will set you free. I will 
free you from the bondage that has been holding you back. Look what it says. It says lose you from the bonds of what? Wickedness. Wickedness will always disguise itself as something real. But when you're fasting, you're able to discern what's wickedness. What is wickedness? And something the devil does is that he comes in very subtly. He, he comes in real smooth and he, guess what? And he tries to get you to think, oh, this is cool. I can live with this. Somebody here this morning, you're living with something. You're living in that prison, that thing that's holding you. It may be a thought. It may be your heart. It may be something that's that's not allowing you to live to your true potential. But God says, it's time to put a fast on. It's time to fast. And here's the thing now. When you fast, you will, watch this, you will be free. You will find yourself walking. Come on, somebody. Free. Listen, do you know what it means to be in bondage? Anybody been in bondage before? We all have. Anybody in bondage right now? It may be a thought. You ever notice how you react to things? I'm going to work. I'm going to keep working. Watch this. <laughs> I'm going to keep working, y'all. Being in bondage means you're imprisoned. He says in bondage to what? Wickedness. And God wants to release us, but he says what you got to do, you got to put a fast on that thing. You got to give up something. You got to give up something to gain something. What are you going to gain? You're going to gain freedom. How many are you ready for freedom? How many are you ready for change? I'm ready for change. I, listen, I'm tired of saying I'm going to do something and don't do it. Guess what? That's bondage. If you find yourself having to run back, Watch this. That means you haven't been set free. Because what's in the world, watch this, it cannot benefit you as a believer. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Many of us are overcome by evil or we're being held captive, watch this, by wickedness. Is that deep? Watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. Text says to loosen the bonds of wickedness. This is the fast that God wants. To undo the what? Bands of what? The yoke. See, listen to this. You know what a yoke is, right? It's a thing that go around your neck. They would put it with the cow and they would connect them together. And they would control. And whatever that is in your life that's controlling you, it's a yoke. And that yoke is what has kept you from going forward. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody who've been stuck for a long time. And guess what? You really want to be set free. You have a desire to set free, be set free. Your heart wants to be set free. But guess what? You keep going right back to where you were. Watch this. Where you was. But watch this. Watch this. Here's the next thing that happens when you fast. Oh, come on, somebody. It will bring what? True deliverance. That yoke will come off of you. The yoke is what controls you. Could be your flesh. Could be your mind. 
could be a person. There's a person in your life. They have that yoke around your neck, and guess what? They pull you and push you in whatever direction they want. But God says, you need help, baby, and you got to fast about it. And if you don't fast about it, I'm talking about a true fast. A true fast results in this, deliverance. It was a harness or a collar, but it was employed for force. It literally means oppression of God's people. Amen. Ever felt that way? It means severe oppression or hardship. Anybody going through some hardship this morning? Guess what it is? It's a yoke on you. And God says, listen, I know you prayed about it. I know you came up to the altar and you did all that. But when you leave here, there's something you got to let go. There's something you have to stop doing. There's something you have to declare. Today I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it because, God, I want you to hear my voice. God, I'm tired of being this way. I'm tired of being troubled. I'm, I'm tired of sleepless nights. I'm, I'm tired of the pain and I'm tired of the temptation. And God, I'm asking you today to deliver me, God. But a fast will do it for you. Are you with me? Watch this now. To bring what? To bring us true deliverance. Amen. Watch what he says. Watch what he says next. He says, and to let the what? Oppressed. Oh, somebody, somebody with me, somebody with me. To let who? The oppressed go what? Free. Fasting brings freedom. This word oppressed means the people that are bruised, the person that's crushed, the person that's discouraged, the person that's oppressed, the person that's struggling. Anybody struggling this morning? God says, I got something for you. I got the keys. So the next thing, not only will it bring us true deliverance, but the next thing it'll do, the next result, it will release us from strongholds. You know what a stronghold is? It's a castle. It's a fortress that you and I have watched us, have said, we won't let nobody in there. I wish I had you. And so he says, Watch it. He says, and when you fast, it will release us from strongholds. He says, to let the oppressed go free. When a person is oppressed, they are in chains. Can you imagine? We think we're free, but the moment that thing comes up in our lives, we're heading in that direction. The moment that we have that thought, we go that way. The moment that, amen, whatever that is in our lives, whatever we're, whatever we're enchained to, but God says you can be free today. You and I can be free. I'm going to say it one more time. We can be free, y'all. We can be free today. We can be free. Listen, we've been oppressed too long. Listen, I was, I was bound to anger. Come on, somebody. But I remember starting, I started fasting and I started praying and I started reading the scripture that says in the heart of a fool bonds up anger. And I learned and I prayed and God began to rip that stuff out of my soul. Why? Because I really wanted to change. Are you following me? 
When a person is oppressed, they don't know that they're in change, you know. Fasting will release you from those strongholds. Anybody got some strongholds that's preventing you, watch this, from enjoying life. Amen. Strongholds work just like that. We tuck them away. God says, expose them to the light and you will be free. Lastly, I got one point, I'm going home. He says, not only to let the oppressed go free. But look what he says here. This is the part that really got me. And there's a question mark behind it because he was asking him a question. He says, and break. And what? Break. Come on, somebody. Break. Come on, somebody. Break. Come on, somebody. Break. Every yoke. Break every yoke. I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm not going to be yoked up to nonsense. (laughs) I'm not going to be yoked up to the world. I'm not going to be yoked up with the devil. I'm not going to be yoked up in negativity. I'm not going to be yoked up to things that I don't want to do. So here's what The last thing that a true fast brings, it will bring permanent. Oh, somebody give God a praise. Permanent. I'm going to say it one more time. Permanent change. What you see, you won't see anymore. You may not believe that I'm changed, but fasting brings about Permanent, not just change, permanent change, permanent change. An oak tree is strong because of its roots. Its roots go way down. So whenever a storm brews, the oak tree is not intimidated. Are you with me? Now, your house might be intimidated, but not the oak tree. Sitting in front of it, the tree has a solid foundation. In the same way, the deeper your spiritual roots go, come on, somebody, the more secure you will be when the storms come in your life. The the spiritual maturity that, watch this, that occurs when you grow as a Christian keeps you rooted and able to stand up against the storms of life. You say, well, how do I become strong, Pastor? Well, based upon, back, back, back up for me. Based upon what we saw today and based on what the text is saying, it seems to me that we may be in bondage. That's what it seems like, isn't it? See, because everything that God has been talking about in this text, give me my points again. First of all, you'll gain his his attention. But watch this. He'll free us from what? Bondage. What's the second? What's the third thing? True deliverance. Go ahead. 
strongholds, yokes. And then lastly, he says, what he says there? He says, and let the oppressed go free and break, break, break every yoke. Are you going to become perfect overnight? But if you're willing to try, As I close today, I want to say this. Are you in bondage today? Do you need deliverance today? Now, I know why you came. You came for a word. But God is asking you a question. Are you 